Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Friday, the 17th of March, 2023, the final working day of the week. And I trust wherever you happen to be in the world, you are finishing the week off very strongly to the point where you need a huge weekend of rest, recovery, re-energization, reflection, and of course, reloading, ready to go again come Monday morning. So as we finish off the week, a shorter podcast today, uh, and I say that because we're only 30 seconds into this particular episode. Having said that, it could still be the normal length, but I'll try to keep this pretty brief. A uh, bit of a follow-on from yesterday's podcast when we talked about, are you a chameleon? And we talked in at a high level about the reach profile and how that as sales leaders, we need to uh, think about the people in our team, but also think about how we become a chameleon when it comes to dealing with people in our team and not just in our team per se, but when it comes to communication, if we can adjust our communication style ever so slightly to match the person or the people that are in front of us, it enhances our ability to be a more effective communicator. It certainly increases the opportunity to influence. And when it comes to sales, it can lead to positive results on the bottom line if we can talk a language that others resonate. And today, this episode is a bit of a follow-on from that. Uh, I've just come off a conversation. Uh, I was actually a podcast guest on Ryan Warren's podcast, The Professionally Speaking Podcast. I had Ryan as a guest on the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast back in mid, I think it was about the 17th of February, uh, talking about effective presentations. If you haven't listened to that, please do yourself a favor and listen because he shares a lot of key information about being an effective communicator, an effective presenter. Uh, had the privilege of having another conversation with him today, and we're talking all about communication and the effectiveness of communication, certainly the effectiveness of influencing. And uh, it's uh, one of the key themes we talked about, which is the one I want to highlight today, is being authentically you. Now, when you think about this and coming off the back, and if you listen to yesterday's episode where I was talking about becoming a chameleon, and now I'm talking about being authentically you, some of us might sit there and think, well, hang on a sec, you can't be a chameleon and authentic at the same time. And I'll say, well, yes, you can. And not only that, yes, you must. Now, when you think about a chameleon, a chameleon uh, still knows who they are because they are a chameleon. And you as a sales leader, you are a sales leader. So becoming a chameleon, you've got the ability to move into an environment and adjust your style, adjust your communication style ever so slightly to blend in with the environment that you are. But at your core, you are still a chameleon. So today's episode is embracing that concept and thinking about, well, as a sales leader, yes, I have to be a chameleon in that. I have to be able to communicate with people in all different levels of an organization. I have to be able to resonate with people in the external organization in terms of customers that I deal with, strategic partners, uh, and also other key stakeholders within my business. But I don't want to end up becoming somebody who I am not. Now, one of the key conversation points that Ryan and I talked about today was that a lot of the times in organizations, you find that people take on a sort of a persona or they put on a character or they put on some sort of costume that almost transforms them into somebody who is not at their core themselves. 
and they start to pretend to be somebody who they're not. And this is where I want to make the distinction between the chameleon and somebody who is authentic. And I've seen many, many sales leaders do this in that they go into a role and they almost take on a persona of a, this is the sales leader. This is how a sales leader needs to behave. This is how a sales leader needs to look. This is almost how a sales leader needs to walk. And this is how a sales leader needs to talk. Now, I've seen people go from having a conversation in a coffee shop and you're talking as a human being to now going into an executive meeting and all of a sudden they've got a new accent, they've got a bit of a plum, they're minding their P's and Q's, they're very eloquent, very distinctive, and they're completely different to what you see in the coffee shop. And look, let's be honest, there might be some people who actually do need to be really conscious of the language they use because they're very loose with how they speak. So you've got to be mindful of the environments you're going into. But at your core, I don't want anybody to be different to who they are, which means not using language that you're not used to or not trying to use big words that you don't know the meaning of, which I've seen many, many sales leaders use as a way to try and impress or thinking they have to impress the audience that they're having a conversation with. Because here's the thing, people are pretty good in terms of their BS meters and they know when somebody is being disingenuous or inauthentic and they can see straight through. So stop pretending. And I'm not sure about you, but I've had lots of experience where certainly earlier on in my career, I thought I had to be a certain type of person. I had to speak in a certain way. I had to hold myself in a certain way in terms of my body language and my physiology. And it was just really, really tiring to the point where I had a great mentor who said to me, Darren, just don't pretend to be anybody else other than yourself and just work your butt off at being the very best version of you you can possibly be. And that was some of the best advice I'd ever received. And so today, when I'm working with sales leaders and when I'm running workshops, I'm very, very conscious of just bringing my authentic self to the table, which means what you see is what you get. So whether I'm on stage doing a conference in front of 100, 200, 1,000 people, whether I'm having a coffee with somebody one-on-one, whether I'm running a small intimate workshop of 10 or 15 people, or whether I'm on the phone or even on the podcast, what you hear is the same. What you see is also the same. And I've had some feedback from this in terms of people meeting me and having listened to the podcast, they then get on Zoom or we get on a phone call and they literally say, hey, you sound exactly like you sound on the podcast. And for me, that is fantastic feedback because it says that I'm still staying true to who I am. Now, from the chameleon point of view that we talked about yesterday, what I'm talking about there is your language doesn't necessarily change in terms of the words you're using. You're still using your authentic language that you'd normally use. But some of the changes might be, hey, I'm going to dial it in a little bit in terms of providing some more detail. I might change the focus in terms of making it more about them in terms of results or more about the team in terms of if I'm dealing with a counselor. Or if I'm dealing with a coach, it might be a lot more of a higher level, more ambiguous type of language that I use. But essentially, I'm still the same. But I have that adaptability and that flexibility. And the thing I realized after making lots and lots of mistakes and trying to almost be somebody that I wasn't at my core, I found that it was really, really tiring. And I'd get to the end of the day or sometimes at the end of a conversation even, and I was really, really tired, mentally tired because I had to be completely on. I had to be really conscious of what to say, had to be minding my own words. It was just really, really tiring. So I thought, you know what, this is not sustainable. And when I work with sales leaders now, one of the core things I'm I'm working on with them is how to become the authentic them, which means we need to know what we stand for. And this comes down to things like self-awareness as part of the emotional intelligence suite. 
So what's important to you and are you aware of your own uh, language patterns? Are you aware of your own thinking? Are you aware of your own feelings and how sometimes those feelings affect the language that you use uh, and the way you communicate to people and the impressions you're creating? Because the thing we've got to also remember is, and I've covered this in many, many different podcasts, we're always conditioning other people on how to treat, treat us and we're always creating impressions constantly. So we really need to be conscious of what is the impression that I do want to create and go about matching language and your physiology and everything around that to the impression you want to create. And there's chances are that you'll actually do that more and more and more. And what you'll also find when you go through this process is you'll be less tired at the end of a conversation. You'll be less tired at the end of the day. You'll have a lot more energy and there'll be a lot more vibrancy. You'll actually be a lot more positive and as weird as that sounds, that will actually start to rub off on people within your environment. So uh, I often get asked this question, and how do I be authentic? How is it that I can be authentic? Well, it starts with knowing yourself. Who are you? Are you self-aware? What do you stand for? What is important to you? So whether that's your leadership values, your personal values, or a, a philosophy or a mantra that you want to live by, get really, really dialed into that and be very articulate in terms of thinking about what those key things are. Once you've got that, then you can start executing behaviors according to what those values are. And that's where consistency comes into it. And that's where it's a lot easier over time to be more and more authentic. The other thing, which is a really interesting one, is to be more content and to be more happy as you. And this is probably one of the, I guess, the biggest challenges for a lot of people because they've got so much information coming at them from all different angles saying, hey, this is how you be successful or showing a successful person. And often, particularly if we're not clear about what we stand for and what's important to us, we can look at those external pictures, those external sometimes diagrams and photoshopped photos and think, wow, if I'm going to be successful and look at that person, I have to be like them, which means there's sometimes an out-of-body experience where we think, oh, I've got to take on that sort of persona. I've got to wear those sort of clothes. I've got to do my hair in that way. I even have to get my teeth whitened, etc., etc., so that I can be more, quote-unquote, acceptable. Just be happy with who you are, right? Just be happy with who you are and be really conscious of, of who you are, which means know you. Be really self-aware and know what you stand for. And the third one is don't take yourself so seriously. Now, that's easy to say and a lot more difficult to do because you might be sitting there thinking, Darren, you don't understand. I'm in an environment here where I've got to be very, very conscious of what I say to who. It's a very political environment and uh, there's a lot of blame that's happening. There's a lot of pessimism that happens. There's a lot of uh, eagle eyes looking at every move and being critical of every move. So it's very difficult to be yourself because mistakes are frowned upon. So you might be thinking, well, it's really, really hard not to take myself seriously because of the expectations that are being placed upon us by the environment that's being created often by senior leaders. Well, here's the thing. Learn to take yourself not so seriously is about giving yourself the permission to make mistakes because if you're making mistakes, it actually presupposes that you're having a crack and you're moving beyond your comfort zone. Now, if you're in an environment where people are frowning upon you because of that, then maybe, just maybe, consider this, it might be time to consider your part of that environment and whether that environment is a right fit for you. Now, taking yourself not so seriously means, you know what, you're going to have, there's a lightness that's going to come into everything that you do. When you're having a conversation with somebody, you're not going to put so much pressure on yourself to have to say the right thing. You've got to be really clear on what the intention is. And yes, you still have to do your preparation, but it is what it is. So if it doesn't resonate, it doesn't resonate. It's feedback, right? So being able to do that, there's a a freedom that comes with with that. And being able to have a bit of a laugh 
at your own expense is also a good one as well. And I often do this in workshops now. Now, eight years ago when I was doing workshops, I was very, very prepared and I still am very prepared, but I was taking things very seriously. So I had to make sure I said the right thing. I had to make sure I got all the content out. And if I made a mistake, it's almost like, gee, I hope nobody notices that mistake. Today, I'll sit in front of 15, 20, 30 people and I'll have a brain fart and I'll forget my train of thought or somebody will ask me a question or they'll ask me to repeat what I just said and I have no idea what I just said and I'm okay with that And because my intention is to teach them that it's okay to be authentic and it's okay to make mistakes. If you learn from them and don't get completely overwhelmed by them, there's a great example that you can set for your people. And the last couple to think about is one, be curious. And when you've got a level of curiosity, you'll be more naturally inclined to ask better questions. But also through that, be genuinely interested in other people. And I said this to Ryan today that often when people are presenting or pitching an idea, they make it all about themselves and they make it all about their product. If they take their eyes off themselves and actually put it on the prospect, the customer, the audience, the person they're having the conversation with, and be genuinely interested in that person and maybe the problem that person is experiencing, then very quickly through being authentic and being genuine and having a clear intention, you can very quickly become interesting to that person and to that audience. And through that, amazing things can happen. So the key message today as we wrap up the week, and I thought this was going to be a shorter than normal. It's at 13 minutes now, so I apologize, especially if you're thinking this was going to be an eight-minute uh, podcast episode. The key message is just be you. Yes, be, by all means, be a chameleon. Have flexibility and adaptability in your communication because there are different people with different approaches that we need to be able to interact with in a seamless way. But at the end of the day, just be authentically you, which means know what you stand for and be okay with that. Uh, you're not going to resonate with everybody. Uh, and that's perfectly okay as well. So I trust that message helps as we wrap up the week. And a key reminder, if you are interested in maybe investigating the possibility of me working with you and helping you become an exceptional sales leader, love the opportunity of having a conversation. You know the drill, leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time, we'll jump on a call, have a conversation and see where it goes from there. So I trust you're going to finish the week really strongly. Please enjoy a fabulous weekend. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.